Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. CBS Radio brings you The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Pete where you been? Thought you were just going to wake Betsy and Aunt Effie up. Well, they weren't in their room, so I went downstairs, and the desk clerk said they were in the dining room having breakfast. Well, Betsy was having breakfast, Aunt Effie was just having coffee. Oh. I said, don't you think you ought to eat something, Aunt Effie? And she said, oh, I'm, I'm not hungry, she said, looking like Juliet. For Pete's sake, you'd think a woman her age wouldn't act so darn silly. She was on a trip to Italy, which she's looked forward to all her life. She doesn't even go out and see anything, just... Moves around her hotel room like a lovesick calf, waiting for a letter. Well, I don't think age has anything to do with it. You can fall in love at any age. Or... Love? What are you talking about, Aunt Effie? Hardly knows this guy. She just met him in Paris. Well, she saw him every day for a week. He took her for drives and dinners and was very nice to her. All right, all right. But for you to call it love, all she really knows about him is his name is Alvin Whitaker. He's got a grain and feed business in Montana and that he's a widower. Well, what else does she need to know? Well, I just think she ought to have more sense. Well, I think maybe you should, and if he hasn't had much romance in her life, and frankly, I think you ought to be a little more helpful. Me? What can I do? Mr. Whittaker asked where we were going to be in Italy. He asked for our itinerary, and he said he might be in some of these places at the same time we were. You could... Well, look, I cannot he... help it if he uh... doesn't write a letter or show up. I can't go looking for him and drag him back to Aunt Effie. Well, no, men make me so mad sometimes. You really do. Poor Aunt Effie. Yeah, well, poor Aunt Effie's going to be mad at herself if she gets back home and doesn't see something of Venice. Now, look, you insist that she goes with you on the tour of the Doge's Palace this morning. Then this afternoon, I will come back to the hotel and I will take all of you over to the island of Murano to a glass-blowing factory so you can see how the famous Venetian glass is made. Oh, that sounds wonderful, honey. <laughs> Here's Dorothy Collins. Now's the time for a beauty checkup. What about your skin, especially your hands? Are they sun scorched, dry? Restore their beauty with new formula Truche. Make them smooth, younger looking again. New Truche, the only leading popular priced hand lotion with wonder working silicones, forms a light protective screen between you and the elements. Under that screen, Truche moisturizes instantly, helps nature heal hurt rough hands. Get Truche today. Truche. Oh, I wish you could have come on a tour of the Doge's Palace this morning. It is simply magnificent. Well, well, it looks it from the outside. Oh, but you should go in, dear. These enormous rooms. 
with the beautiful paintings by Titian and Tintoretto, you know, on the walls and the ceilings, and the various throne rooms where the Doge received the ambassadors from other countries, and the statues inside the courtyard with this magnificent fountain, and all the beautiful gilded marble columns in the loggia. Oh, I <laughs> You're beginning you to sound like one of the guides. Well, honestly, you know, you, you see so much beauty, you get a little numb after a while. You get sort of frantic that you're going to miss something. You just, you know, you really just can't take it all in. Oh, there were two very interesting things the guide pointed out. You know what you did if you didn't like somebody back in the 14th century? No, why? Man, you simply wrote a little note accusing him of anything you wanted to and then slipped it into a slot in the stone wall of the Doge's palace. And then if the, the Doge and his minister of state decided in their chamber of nine, it was called... That you might be right, they simply threw the poor man into the dungeons without even a chance to defend himself. Oh, well, be glad we live in the 20th century, huh? <laughs> oh, and then they took us over over the famous Bridge of Sighs to the dungeons. Do you know why it's called the Bridge of Sighs? No. Why is it called the Bridge of Sighs? <laughs> well, it connects the Doge's Palace with the dungeons. And when a prisoner walked across the Bridge of Sighs, he never came back. Oh, mm. Oh, and you should see the dungeons, honey. Really, you, you just couldn't believe it. Some of them are below the water level of the canal, so they're dark and damp and gloomy. And these tiny, thick stone rooms with heavy, grilled iron doors. Mm. Oh, it is just... Boy, that must have been <gasps> cheerful for oh. Aunt Effie in her state of mind. Oh, she didn't go. <laughs> she didn't go? She found out the mail arrives at 10.30 here at the hotel, so she pretended she was waiting for a letter from Aunt Martha. Well... I pretended I believed her. Now, look, this you is know. just nonsense. What if this Whitaker guy doesn't write to her write to her at all? Is she going to spend the next two weeks in Italy in hotel lobbies asking for the mail? Well, there's simply... There's no sense talking to her about Alvin, dear. She will simply deny that she's interested in him at all. Well, look, after lunch, we are all going out to the glass-blowing factory, including Aunt Effie. It's, it's, it's fascinating. Well, there's another mail delivery at 3.30. I doubt if Aunt Effie will go. <laughs> Fascinating to watch, wasn't it, Betsy? Wasn't it? You don't know what you missed, Aunt Effie. Well, I I had some letters to write, and I was hoping to hear from Martha about some personal matters. Oh, Aunt The man had some glass at the end of the pole, and he put it in the furnace, and it got red hot. Mm -hmm. And then he took it out and sort of rolled it in shape with another stick or something, mm -hmm. and he made the most beautiful vase. Oh, it really was so interesting. And mm -hmm. then another man came along with a tiny piece of glass that the first man put on the vase quickly and stretched it out. You know, it was still mm. hot, and the, uh, stretched it around to make the most graceful handle. Well, it was I'm, beautiful. I'm glad you all had such a nice time. Now, look here, Aunt Effie. I know it's none of my business, really. Uh, dear, but uh, dear uh, you said you had a phone call to make for dinner. Uh, uh, what? Phone call? Business call, dear? Come on, let Betsy tell Aunt Effie more about the glass blowing factory. We'll go in our room so you can make your call. Mm. Come on, dear. Well, I, I, well, come on, I, I, come on. You tell Aunt Effie all about it, Betsy. Oh, I will, well, Mommy. We just have the best time in it. Pete says, what's the matter with you? I don't have to make any business call. But I've decided there is something you have to do before dinner anyhow. Why? Remember that little florist shop just off St. Mark's Square that we stopped in Saturday? I wanted to look at the glass vases on display there. There was an awfully nice man that we talked to, you remember? Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, I want you to go over there and buy some flowers for Aunt Effie. Oh, look, it'll take more than flowers to cheer her, cheer her up. They're not from you. 
Oh, don't look so blank, honey. Sometimes I wonder how you did manage to get along. I don't know what you're talking about. They're from Alvin Whittiger. Get it? No. How'd you ever get through college? I cheated. (laughs) All right, all right, so I'm stupid. Go on, spell it out. Alvin presumably has sent her some flowers, roses if they have them, and you have a card put in. Oh, no, no, no. Look, to begin with, Aunt Effie knows my handwriting. Well, when you wire flowers to somebody, isn't it generally true that the florist has to write a note in his handwriting? Oh, yes. well, all right. Well, look, I, I finally get your idea, but it's about as crazy as... Aunt I... Effie will be so thrilled. Now, we can't let her go on like this. She won't see anything at all. All right, all right. Supposing Alvin Whitaker does show up in Florence or Rome, and then she thanks him for the roses. And he says, what roses? Well, we can word the card so she thinks it's from Alvin. And if he does show up and says, what roses, we can show him the card, and it'll it'll look as though Aunt Effie has another admirer. And the little competition never does any harm. It can work wonders. I I, I don't know how you got through kindergarten yourself. Who's fooling who? Nobody's going to be fooled. It'll be one big mess. Just let me handle this mess. Hmm? Please do as I ask. Hmm? All right, all right. I'll buy the flowers. After that, it's on your head. I hate things like this. What do you want on the enclosed card? Well, not his name. Not his name. Just, uh, oh, something, you know, kind of romantic and nice. Let's see, how about, till we meet again, uh, only put uh, Alf Dieter Zane. That'd be nice. Why in German? They met in Paris. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, uh, oh, well, I'll put au revoir, mademoiselle, because they have a little joke about that, remember? He kissed her hand and said au revoir, mademoiselle. Oh, well, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And she said... Mercy, Monsieur. <laughs> you remember? Okay, all right, I'll get the flowers. We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. A riot of comedy has taken over evenings on CBS Radio, joining the Amos and Andy Music Hall to make it a clean, sweet hour of laughs Monday through Friday night. You now hear Andy Griffith, George Burns, and Gracie Allen... And those way out there characters, Bob and Ray. Let CBS Radio bring you a solid hour of fun spun by this wonderful quartet of shows. Listen to life as viewed through the wide eyes of a country boy who's taken the city folks by storm. Broadway and Hollywood comedy star Andy Griffith. Stay for the wonderful vaudeville style of George Burns and Gracie Allen. The dizzy one-liners that have made Gracie Allen a living legend for laughs. And sift life's somewhat serious sides with those two stolid citizens, Bob and Ray. It's the new evening sound of CBS Radio. Lining up Amos and Andy, Andy Griffith, Burns and Allen, and Bob and Ray. Listen and laugh. The address, CBS Radio and its affiliated stations. My room. Oh, my heavens. Oh. <gasps> Lovely roses. Oh, from? Well, I don't know, but the card says, Au revoir, mademoiselle. <laughs> Alvin Whittaker. Oh. <laughs> Dear, come see what Aunt oh, Effie got. Oh, Aunt Effie, they're just beautiful. Uh-huh. Are they from your boyfriend? 
Oh, my boyfriend, dear. Just a friend. And I don't know that they're from Alvin. Oh, listen, I'll just bet they are. Oh, well, well, Honestly, and the card says au revoir, which means till we meet again, so I'll bet he's planning to see you again, Effie. Well, he did say he hoped to see us in Italy. Uh If it turns out he couldn't change his travel itinerary, Aunt Effie. Now, don't be disappointed, because I know he's planning to visit us back home. He was mighty careful to get our address and even our phone number. (laughs) Well, I don't care, really, but he was nice. Oh, I'm hungry. Oh, Oh, look, you're always hungry these days. Okay, let's all get washed up for dinner. Aunt Effie, you eating dinner with us? Yes, I feel much better. I think I was just tired. Yes, yes I was. Sure. Help Aunt Effie arrange these flowers in the face. And then we'll go on. Well, I think I'll change for dinner and put on something dressier. No. Don't tell me I didn't have a good idea. Wasn't she thrilled? Well, I don't like things like this. They always backfire. And, by the way, that nice man in the florist shop, he apparently realized that we were husband and wife when we were in there the other day. Well, isn't that all right? I suppose I said my husband or something. Yeah. Well, I just thought you'd like to know that when I bought the flowers and had them write the card to send to Miss Effie Sorensen, I tried to explain she was not my girlfriend. But he said, oh, 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 oh senor, yeah, just winked at me. No, I don't care what a man in a floor shop thinks if Aunt Effie is happy. Oh, listen to her. Yeah, well, all I can say is Alvin better show up pretty darn soon and buy his own flowers. You know what they cost me? Oh, honey, now don't be always thinking of money. Well, The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Margaret Hamilton and Francie Myers and is produced by Walter